We are celebrating the one-year anniversary of Flawless Noises Media Network with a live showcase. Come and join us on February 29, 2020 in Atlanta, Georgia, at Rehearse Live. The show will feature a segment from Brie of Mama Meets World, an energy reading from Gary of Mystic Moments, and will be headlined by Ratchet Ramblings, featuring Jeremy, Candace, and Curtis. Tickets are $25, and are available at F-N-M-N-OneYear.Eventbrite.com. We hope to see you there. You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Welcome to Flawless Noises Media Network. We've put together a compilation featuring previews of all of our wonderful show's episodes from the past two weeks. Please, feel free to share with your friends, family, co-workers, significant others, Twitter and Instagram followers, and more. In doing so, you will help others get to know our sound. And don't forget, we also have a Patreon that features exclusive bonus content. For a small monthly fee, you'll have access to both audio and video content. Go to patreon.com slash flawless noises to sign up. We thank you for your support and look forward to bringing you more hashtag content. This is Mystic Moments, hosted by Gary. In regards to the October full moon in 2019. So it refers to potentially being highly strong, easily frustrated or overwhelmed. And this full moon has literally given you the opportunity to release. When I think of an Aries or I think of an Aries uh, in their actions, I think about just like how dedicated they are, how they have this fire how they have this passion. So this full moon was all about thinking about how can I release the things that are holding me back from the energy that I want to put forward, right? We are thinking about how can I start moving in the direction that is going to get me to the bag, that's going to get me to the end goal that I've been looking for and going to actually make sure that I'm bringing that energy to my relationships, to my friendships, just to my daily life, not just in my endeavors, right? So this Aries full moon, you may have been feeling the shift in regards to just looking at everything around you and trying to make sense of things. So it says the October uh, new moon should be approached with caution, patience, and flexibility. Adapt to sudden change. Say sorry if you make a mistake. So because this is going to be conjunct or kind of just like opposing Uranus, um, we did say this is going to create erratic and chaotic change. So this can cause anxiety, impatience. There may be a sense of abruptness, impulsiveness, and rebelliousness. Sudden shocks and unexpected un- un- encounters may leave you feeling on edge. Maybe some risky behavior, odd behavior, mistakes, accidents. Someone new can enter your life, cause havoc, like fuck it up, and then leave. So this could be a time for relationships where you really need to make sure that... You have personal freedom and personal agency in your relationships. And if the people in your space are not allowing you to have personal agency around your decisions and around your beliefs, you got to let them go. Now, new moon, it's all about bringing things in new beginnings, right? So look at what the new moon uh, is, you know, what sign that's in. What I have done um, is consecrate a journal. 
and write down the things that I want to bring into my life. But I do it in absolution. So I'm working at the perfect job. I'm enjoying living in California. Um, actually, I've, I have a couple of them and I do have this. It's called, I called it the uh, new moon um, or no, moon prism power. So if you know me and as you can hear me because I'm in the studio, meaning my house, <laughs> shuffling through um, some of my old things. And what I would do is write whatever it is that I am connected to in that moment. So I uh, I have the most loving relationship that connects with me on a higher spirit and a higher level. And just thinking about that and writing these in absolution. The theme of this week, don't drop the spiritual bag, bitch. You know why it's so important you don't drop the spiritual bag? Because now is the time. Like, if you are so into your ascension, if you are so into you learning more about your spirituality, learning more about just, like, how to connect to yourself, because here's the thing. Let me run y'all some tea real quick. I find it interesting when people say, like, on certain, like, moon cycles and stuff like that, they try to, like, manifest specifically then or, you know, I'm just trying to, you know, manifest. Like, how do I set intentions? Because I'm trying to get this. It's like, yes, that's what you should be doing because it's all about the intention. But like, remember, you have to be secure and aware of what it is that you are trying to bring into your life before you just bring in anything. Like, that's like going to a restaurant and ordering something that you haven't asked about and you're a little like concerned about, but you're not really sure. Like, baby girl, like you should not be doing that. Like you should be asking questions. Like you should be sure to some extent, but of course, take a risk. This is Mama Meets the World, hosted by Bree. The base of conscious parenting is trying to understand your child developmentally socially and mentally before you just go and punish them there there i i have gotten into the thing of asking for the why not just damn jameson is throwing a fit why is jameson throwing a fit is there something that's surrounding that i can change is there a way that i could talk to him or is there something that i could talk about with him that's going to make him more comfortable because i don't want to just treat the symptoms i want to get down to the root of the cause and i want to continue to establish this relationship with my child that if you have an issue, mommy is not here to yell at you. Mommy is not here to fuss at you or beat you. Mommy is here to listen to you. And mommy is here to try to make things better for things to be better. It's hard trying to uh, practice conscious parenting when you're a single parent. But I promise you, the relationship that you're building with your child, that they'll go on, that'll reach into you know their older years, and that hopefully they'll give to their children is more than worth it. We've talked discipline several times before, but I think discipline and things are just tied into parenting because we're human. We make mistakes. Our kids are human. They're going to make mistakes. And it's important to understand how to discipline your child in a way that you won't break them. They learn the lessons that they're supposed to learn, but they're not broken in the process. So they're not on some therapist's couch 20 years later trying to reconcile the abuse that they had in their childhood. And I know that we... Don't use the term abuse lightly, but I think that a lot of the things that we experienced as children was abuse and we just, you know, oh, I got my ass whipped and I turned out fine. Well, a lot of us didn't turn out fine. We got anxiety. We lack coping skills. We don't know how to tell people how we feel because we were never encouraged to as children. And I've been in that mind frame for the past week trying to, 
you know, even break myself down and talk about the parenting to myself. Like, what kind of parents am I doing? Is my child going to need recovery from me or are my children going to need recovery from me? And I'm like, explain to me what's funny about that meme because I need to figure out where you are, engage where you are. And she's like, it's funny because the dude fell down the shower drain. I didn't, I didn't mean for you guys to see it. I understand that you didn't mean for me to see it, but we saw it and we need to, you know, we had the discussion of what's appropriate to send and what's inappropriate to send. I do not expect my child to stop sending inappropriate or stop sharing or looking at inappropriate means because the internet is wide. But what I don't want her to do is to share it with some other child. Um, the friend that she shared it with, I happened to be cool with her mom. I would have been mortified if her mom would have called me like your daughter is sharing X, Y, Z to my daughter. And I'm trying to figure out why. I explained it to Jaden from that perspective. I also explained it to Jaden from the perspective of things are fun and jokes, but there's a such thing as adult humor versus teenage humor. And I think that crossed into adult humor and I didn't think it was cool. This is Gay Side Stories, hosted by Curtis. You're on a bottom <laughs> break. <laughs> Maybe you've had a string of lackluster hookups. Maybe you're recovering from a bad breakup. Maybe you're recovering from a, what is this? He must have had an anal fissure when he was writing this because this is the second time he done brought it up. Anyway, maybe your body knows something your brain hasn't realized yet, that you're evolving sexually as healthy sexual people do. A healthy sex life is about experimentation and evolution. Most people go through phases. This doesn't mean you'll never go back and enjoy the things you enjoyed before. You may come to enjoy them more. If you find yourself in a bottoming break, consider it a sign to try topping. You might love it. I see it. I see it up until that last sentence. But I've definitely encountered... If you find yourself in a bottoming break, consider it a sign to try topping. Yeah. Well, I mean, why not? You buy a cock ring. I, I, what network is this? CBS? It's ABC? I, so. Fox News? Fox News. Fake news? Oh, God. Because I didn't realize that. Ring. I didn't realize that cock rings were only for tops. Maybe that's just me. Maybe I've seen things that I imagine because. I've definitely seen plenty of stuff out there and experience. Let me not even uh, lie where there was bottoms with cock rings on. So to stay like, why? Like, why would they have it on? I mean, you know, whatever floats their boat. I didn't ask a lot of questions, you know, I was there for a good time, not a long time. You find yourself falling for a guy who leans bottom. For many devoted bottoms, this is the jumpstart into versatility. Just as you can't control what turns you on, you also can't control what you will fall for. You meet him and have one sweet, passionate night, which turns into a budding friendship, something you can't quite place your finger on, but you like it. But you're both bottoms. (laughs) Okay. Somebody is not complete bottom if y'all had a passionate night, but okay. Exactly. (laughs) My friend, this is one of the times to step up to the plate and swing because we are offered so few times in life to connect with someone beautiful. 
when that happens, don't let something as simple and ephemeral as tra- and transient come on oh oh ephemeral and transient as sexual preference Mariah popped out oh, from spending more time with this person or knowing him better don't miss out bye isn't a real thing according to my father and i've also been seeing a lot of this as well the bi erasure it goes to this whole thing that I've been saying, not that I'm like an advocate or anything, but, you know, I mean, people in the community, we're all a family, even if we know we look like it. Um, who are you to invalidate anybody's experience and how they identify? If they say they're bi, then they're bi. But it comes right. across a lot of times towards men. And that's not to say that bisexual women don't have challenges and things of that nature but we know as a society a bisexual woman is looked at a lot differently than a man claiming that he's bisexual usually when someone says bi isn't real they're talking about a man and it's just like who are you to make that determination I'm tired of being told my existence is political. Just me existing. That's too political. I can see how this would be annoying, but I can also see how it's kind of true. And then with this particular one, they have a gif of MJ Rodriguez from Pose. And so then you you have this trans woman and we know how political their existence is. So it's kind of like, I get it. You don't want to have that on you and not every trans person whatever other sexuality or or gender identity that you fall under. You don't want to be a monolith and feel like, okay, me just existing is always political because X, Y, and Z. But at the same time, it's kind of true. And it's not even because of you. It's because of everybody else. It's because constantly your existence is on the tongue of politicians and lobbyists and other people that make decisions that affect you. So it's kind of like, I get it. You don't want that on you. It's exhausting. People saying that kids shouldn't know that queer people exist because it's somehow inherently R-rated. And I don't really have a lot to say on this. All I'm going to say is it's only a problem when it's something gay or trans that's being forced on kids. But almost from birth. Sexuality and gender identity that aligns with the sex you were assigned at birth is forced on children. Yeah, there's videos on Twitter. You got little bitty boys getting lap dances from grown women. Y'all don't have a problem with that stuff, but let two characters that are humanoid but ain't really human kiss on steven universe and y'all ready to set the whole world on fire make it make sense y'all can force heterosexuality on kids but when it comes to homosexuality there's a problem why this is ratchet ramblings hosted by jeremy candace and curtis see so what that what that dick do I feel, you know, Simone don't deserve. I just... 
She do. And I'm tired of acting like she do. Uh, baby Bob do not deserve. But, you know what? <laughs> That's the end of Mary Tomato. So Curtis, fuck you. <laughs> she do look like baby. I'm so sick and fucking tired of being sick and tired of your motherfucking ass, Curtis. What the fuck? But you know what? Points was made. Let's just be honest. We can grandstand all we would like to, but let's do you didn't lie. <laughs> I mean, you didn't lie, but god damn it. <laughs> so that's next February, leap year on February 29th. We have our live show. That is a Saturday, it's at 7 p.m. So you should be able to make it. You've already gotten some dick or puss or whatever kind of shit you like for Valentine's Day. Um, hopefully, Jeremy will have given us some more um, cannon fodder, you know, because his birthday is on the 14th of, of February. And that's when he liked to go and get his freaking blouse. So we'll see. <laughs> you know what? Go to hell, It'd be I feel like we calling this episode Freakum Blouse now. <laughs> yeah, that's set in stone. We got that out the way. Ain't but yeah, six minutes in yet. Sometimes you gotta learn the hard way, I guess. Listen, yep. all that throwing and throwing I don't care how many. <laughs> I don't give a fuck how many egg rolls you know how to make blindfold the bitch. That ain't gonna keep a good man, Kimchi. Okay, I don't uh, care how much. Racist. Listen, I don't care how much spicy cabbage you make. That did not keep that nigga around. <laughs> I don't give a fuck how much pickled spicy cabbage you made fermented cabbage, bitch. I do not care. A nigga gonna be a nigga gonna be a nigga gonna be a nigga, baby. That's the hard way, okay? <laughs> she really thought that bond me was gonna keep him around. He was yeah. like, "Girl, fuck you! I bitch, want a Popeyes I, chicken I like sandwich." Korean, listen, I like Korean fried chicken too, bitch. But I'm always going to Popeyes for the chicken sandwich, like Curtis said. Bitch. <laughs> listen, ain't no place like home. Uh, and you wasn't mm-hmm. home. Watch it on out of there. I tell you what. Listen, in the long run, you ain't missing nothing because a nigga that'll walk out on his kid, get you pregnant. And tell you that your abortion is hindering him from living his best life. You've not missed anything. Nope. But y'all non-black women gonna learn. You gonna learn. You're learning. Okay. This is Crown and Collards, hosted by Jeremy, Bianca, and Will. The motherfucker act like he Cat Williams. Like the motherfucker act like he, he had this incredible rise to success and then just and then just flopped and was like my nigga i mean if you was first of all if you were so uncomfortable and then like the premise of being a man in a dress then you shouldn't have took the road that's number one number two beloved i mean granted i am just a poor ass nigga working paycheck to paycheck in in trump's america so far be it to me to call anybody a flop or a bum but my nigga, you was a flop on and a bum at your crap. <laughs> I don't think the dress had anything to fucking do with it, my nigga. Right. Like that like I'm looking at this this really long list of movies that he was like a supporting character in. Or movies that don't have Wikipedia links. Or both. You um, were a supporting character, never main character. But continue, Bianca. 
And here's the thing. He's going to be in Big Mama's House 4. I was trading dick pics with my homies in the group chat. And whoever was the smallest had to pay for a Chick-fil-A and I lost. Badly. Worst L of my life. Fam you. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you? How? <laughs> Dog, Fabio is wild. wild. On this shit. Maybe Every- when I regret my choice of homecoming uh, or HBCO, may- maybe I can pull Fabio out of the rotation of it. I don't. Maybe. What are they doing in Tallahassee? Jesus Christ. Yo, every time we do these fucking HBCU confessions, it usually be one or two where fam you be wildin'. <laughs> God damn. What is in the water? What is y'all doing? Yeah, I mean, it ain't like he got, like, a career right mm. now, right? Like, when's the last time he put an album out? Like, I don't know, singles he got going. He just touring off his name and, like, doing EI for people. Or, <laughs> those like, and shit. I don't know. EI, EI, no, no, I'm not popping right now. Underlay, underlay. He's just going around singing, uh... Do you want to ride with me? <laughs> Nigga just going around saying, hey, it must be the money that I got to pay off in He's this film. He's singing that song with Tim McGraw by himself. Over and over again. <laughs> damn. Oh, shit. Literally, because damn. These these sexual assault allegations just keep happening over and over again. Okay, that was that was that was too far. And from our Patreon. This is Backwoods Burn Book, hosted by Jeremy. A transgender male teen reached out to the company and said, hey, you guys are doing an amazing job. This might be better to be inclusive. Said company was like, you know what? You are absolutely right. Let's change this because we're trying to grow and learn and we're going to be more inclusive. Overdone with simple as plain. You niggas on the internet using niggas gender friendly lost y'all motherfucking minds with this thing. Like I said, I... It ain't really my fight. I just want to know why does inclusion bring out the exclusion in so many people? It makes no sense to me. But this is what patriarchy does. Because under patriarchy, patriarchy says that a woman can experiment with her sexuality all the live long day and even be and still be straight. She can munch on as many coochies as she want to. If she decides that she's still straight, guess what? She's still straight under patriarchy. Or she can decide that she gay. But even with that, she gay, but only for like the male gays. Like, oh, you gay. I mean, you 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 like women, but I mean at the end of the day, you can't resist a dick and you can't resist a man, right? Hence the whole give your man a threesome shit. But under those same rules, it says that a man can't experiment with a man. Or else he's gay. This is what people mean when they say men are trash. Because who created these rules? Men. Who created patriarchy? Men. And who suffers under it? Not the most, but who goddamn sure suffers under it? Men. And everybody subscribes to that shit. Men subscribe to it. Women subscribe to it. It's it's up to you whether you want to unlearn it or keep perpetuating the shit. 
This is a portal hosted by Michael and Candace. I know Candace said we're done with open. the main corner. This season but, uh, open crazy. Yeah. Like yeah. it opened like first of all, all might looking flabby and sick. <laughs> after he just delivered like the ass whooping of ass whoopings. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's different because so Mike was telling me that the season premiere episode is not a part of the manga, but uh, it was like a filler recap. It was a episode. filler recap episode, and not no not no Naruto filler or not no Baruto filler. Mm-hmm. Um, it had a purpose. And it kind of catches you up to speed on things. Um, you see the students. Um, it, it cuts to Bakugo and Todoroki, mm-hmm. reminding everybody that they didn't pass that uh, exam, that hero exam. This is Bring It Bike, hosted by Bianca and Jeremy. Far as the sound goes, especially from critics, has been described as smooth, catchy personal mix of street spice soul would you agree with that assessment bianca yes when i did my car test of listening to the album one of the things i kind of got the feel of was wow some of these songs if they come out four years later could have been on a catwoman soundtrack you know uh, what yes actually they just they just have that feel as a certain punch to them right that again given this this who's who that we've already cited of who she consulted with to put this album together um, you could tell that that was a sound she was going for. She was going for strength. She was going for then not so strong, but then also strength again, and then not so strong. And to know the album Fear of Flying is like something as bold as flying can be scary, can be intimidating, but it can be freeing, and it can be enthusiastic, and it can be life-affirming. And so this album does a really good job of getting in and out of both vulnerable and powerful moments. This is the Weekly Wind Down, hosted by Candace and Curtis. We truly don't know how much damage was done to that basement and caused that family financial distress. Yep. Because I, I wouldn't be able to use that washing machine and dryer. At all. I wouldn't go in that basement, period. Nope. And they nope. would have to pay me. And the health department needs to step in because why the fuck are you flushing that down the sink? Yeah, that company needs to be shut down and they need some investigations done because that is ridiculous. I just can't imagine going down in my basement and the 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 ghosts of, of old McDonald E-I-E-I-O and their remains are flooding my basement. You got me fucked up. I think that's the show title. <laughs> Ghost of E-I-E-I-O. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, like, (laughs) I am so disgusted at the thought of this. We as black people, we do not fight to say anybody else's slurs, whether they're reclaimed or not. So I do not understand why Latinx people, Hispanic people, Spanish people, Asian people, literally anybody that does not identify as white feels like they have a right to say that word. And I will never, 
ever, ever understand Black people who defend those kind of people. We had this week Amara La Negra defending Gina Torres saying the word nigga because she was listening to it in a song. And that if if we don't want people saying the word, stop putting it in music. Bitch, please. The same Let me tell you something. Person. You are the same fake wig clipping extension ass bitch who fought tooth and nail to try to have veronica vega kicked off the show and have all of the cast gang up against her for saying the word nigga thank you again for supporting flawless noises media network you can go to our website flawlessnoises.com for more information if you want to buy some merch, you can also do that at our website or go directly to FlawlessNoises.com store. We have merch from Ratchet Ramblings, Mama Meets World, Gay Side Stories, and the network with more to come. Again, our Patreon is Patreon.com FlawlessNoises. You can go there for bonus content, including audio and video. Flawless Noises Media Network, get to know our sound.